0: This is the Everyday AI Show, the everyday podcast where we simplify AI and bring its power to your fingertips. Listen daily for practical advice to boost your career, business, and everyday life. There's a new feature in ChatGPT that you probably shouldn't use. Everyone's talking about the new Browse with Bing. And how now, ChatGPT is no longer limited to a knowledge cutoff of September 2021. Not exactly true. Stick with me. We're going to talk about that and a little bit more today on Everyday AI. This is your daily live stream podcast and free daily newsletter helping everyday people learn what's going on in the world of AI and how we can actually leverage it for our companies and our careers. My name is Jordan Wilson, I'm the host, and thanks for joining me. Extremely excited to talk about this and to shed some light. Uh, But first, let's do what we always do, and talk about what's going on in the world of AI news. And you might be wondering, okay, why do you go over news every single day? Well, because it's important, (laughs) all right? Uh, And it's happening very, very fast. Um, And in order for us to all keep up in our careers, We really have to know what's going on with with artificial intelligence, because whether you've experienced this or not, it's going to be impacting your career. If it hasn't, very soon. All right, so let's run down our top stories for today. So uh, Johnny Ive and Sam Altman are looking to raise $1 billion for an unnamed AI device. So we obviously reported on this initial partnership between the famed uh Apple designer uh Apple designer Johnny Ive and OpenAI CEO Sam Altman. Uh but we haven't talked about that they're looking to raise a billion dollars for this device that no one knows what it is. Uh so the uh, new update says that they're looking to create the iPhone of artificial intelligence. Um mm-hmm. And this venture is expected to be funded by a billion dollars from SoftBank. And it's also, uh, the goal of this is to create a more natural and intuitive user experience for how we all interact with AI. Um, I have thoughts on what this device could be. I'll save this for another episode, but let me know. If you're uh, joining us live, actually, drop a comment. Um, And this is, you know, I just want to let you know, if you are listening on the podcast, number one, thank you. But we always leave a link. Uh, in the show description, come in, you know, you can uh, on LinkedIn, Twitter, anywhere else, come and let us know what you think. All right. So next big piece of AI news for the day is those social media posts that you've been posting for years. They've probably been used to train Meta's new models. Uh, So at MetaConnect this week, Uh, The Facebook parent company announced a slew of new AI chatbot and other AI features that will be rolled out across their platforms, but a new Reuters report revealed that meta platforms did and is using public Facebook and Instagram posts to train parts of their new meta AI virtual assistant. But they do not use uh, private posts that maybe you're sharing with only friends and family, Uh, but. If you are posting things publicly on Facebook and Instagram, this new report says that they are using that uh, to train their models. Um, You know, no surprise there. You know, I like to tell people in general, large language models uh, are a collection of all available public data. So uh, it's it's no surprise there, but it's definitely worth talking about. If if you are making public uh, posts on probably any platform, you should keep in mind that that's probably going to be used. Uh, To train future AI models. So don't put any sensitive documents out there as well. All right, last but not least, our third AI story of the day Uh, the US government is getting more serious about AI security threats. Uh, So the National Security Agency, uh, the NSA, is creating an artificial intelligence security center to protect the US against threats from adversaries such as China and Russia. Uh, So the AI is being used to assist in analysis of potential threats, but the decisions are made by humans. Uh, what do y'all think about that? Uh, my thought is, what took so long? You know, uh, obviously I don't uh, know how the government works at an intricate level, but, you know, I'm wondering uh, why Why is the NSA uh, just kind of pushing this initiative forth? Now, it seems like it should have been happening a long time ago. Uh, so enough of the AI news. We do this every single weekday, Monday through Friday. Uh, it's always, it's always fun. People ask like, okay, so when do you do your show? We do it every day. Uh, so make sure if you haven't already subscribe to the newsletter, we put a ton of work into the newsletter. You know, all these stories that we just talked about and more are going to be recapped there. So make sure you go to your everydayai.com, sign up for the free daily newsletter. Uh, it is your insight and guide to everything artificial intelligence. All right. But Let's talk about the main topic of the day, which is this new feature from OpenAI and their product, ChatGPT, called Browse With Bing. Um, I'm curious. Let me know. Uh, I'd love to answer some questions, whatever questions you have about it. Uh, But is anyone out there using it? Uh, I'd like to know. Um, and, And hopefully we can shed some light on this topic today. Um, And this, you know, I'm I'm not going to, this isn't going to be one of those ones where I accidentally rant for 45 minutes, Uh, but I am going to tell you the truth and hopefully save you a lot of time um, and to help you more effectively use ChatGPT and to get more out of it. It's what we do, right? Uh, Multiple times every single week, we run a free uh, Prime Prompt and Polish course. So hey, shout it out if you like it. Uh, curious. Um, so in our PPP course, we teach people exactly how to use ChatGPT and the pros and the cons of every single feature. Because here's here's the reality, uh, and and I'm not just talking about OpenAI here. I'm talking all companies. There's always marketing and what they say, and then there's always a big difference between the reality and how something performs. Um, And especially, which we're going to get into here in a second, when we look at the effectiveness of the new, and it's technically not new, but I'll get to that in a second. But when we look at the effectiveness of this new feature, Browse with Bing, we can't just look at it on its own. We have to compare it to what else you can do inside ChatGPT in different modes, specifically plugins. All right. So Hey, good morning to everyone joining us live. Appreciate you all. Uh, Michael Forgy saying good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Shannon saying howdy gang. Love it. Mike saying good morning. Um, where's Where's everyone joining from? Bronwyn's coming from South Africa. Appreciate you, Bronwyn. Uh, Brian saying good morning from Cincinnati. Good morning from Minneapolis. Hey, if you're listening on this podcast, uh, uh, on the podcast, shoot me an email. Let me know where you're listening from. Uh, I always like hearing. It's It's fun. You know, people... Listen to the everyday AI show when they're walking their dog or on the treadmill. Uh I love it. Brian, hey Brian. Brian says he's still riding high from PPP yesterday. That's fantastic. I love it. Uh, all right. So let's let's get in. Let's get into the to the topic at hand, shall we? So uh, Trey, Trey is has a comment about it. So he's saying he switched to he switched on the browse with Bing feature in Chat GPT and could not figure out how to get ChatGPT to browse the internet. It keeps telling me its last update was January, 2022. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the history first of Browse with Bing. Yes, there is a history. And then let's talk about why it's back now and why I think you should not use it, okay? So the Browse with Bing was actually just re-released, okay, earlier this week. And kind of the, the the messaging is that you're no longer limited to data from 2021, and there's some uh, there's some truth to that, and then there is some ambiguity. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to share. I'm going to share this uh, this tweet here from OpenAI, right? Um, and I. I want to talk specifically about the wording. So when they announced this or re-announced this new feature, they said, ChatGPT can now browse the internet to provide you with current and authoritative information complete with direct links to sources. It is no longer limited to data before September, 2021. Okay. So if we look at that word by word, it is true. However, you know and i'm putting on my former uh reporter hat you know i was uh i was a journalist for 7 years very early on uh in my professional career so there is no um there's no lie here that's that that's all that's all fact you know as the kids say no no cap that's what the kids say right however the message that everyone is picking up and interpreting here is completely incorrect which is why I said, okay, I have to have a show specifically on this and how we're interpreting uh, interpreting this message from OpenAI. Because what everyone is saying now is they're saying, Oh, chat GPT and, and GPT four. Now there is no knowledge cutoff. Right? And, and real quick, let me explain the knowledge cutoff. So essentially, uh, you know, GPT is a model. It is a large language model from OpenAI. And think of it this way. It is trained on the entirety of the internet. Let's just say that. There's 1.8 trillion parameters inside this model, but it is trained on the entirety of the internet and essentially all the information that existed uh, up to September 2021. Okay? That is the base model. Now let's separate facts from marketing. All right, and what everyone else is taking from this message, you know because uh I think what a lot of people like to do in the uh chat g p t space or the a i space is uh you know they like to make these uh, these posts on social media or these blog posts or these emails, and they like to really sensationalize things that's not what I'm about that's <laughs> not what we do here at everyday a i we break down the facts, okay, and here is the facts for you. Hey, this is Jordan, the host of Everyday AI. I've spent more than a thousand hours inside ChatGPT, and I'm sharing all of my secrets in our free Prime Prompt Polish ChatGPT course that's only available to loyal listeners like you. Here's what Lindy, who works as an educational consultant, said about the PPP course i couldn't figure out why i wasn't getting the results from chat gpt that i needed and wanted and after taking the ppp course i now realized that i was not priming correctly so i will be heading back into chat gpt right now to practice my priming prompting and polishing everyone's prompting wrong and the ppp course fixes that if you want access Go to podppp.com. Again, that's podppp.com. Sign up for the free course and start putting ChatGPT to work for you. This does not change the cutoff date, right? It doesn't. The GPT-4 model, even when you're using Browse with Bing, is still limited to September, 2021. So when you use Browse with Bing, each query, essentially what it does is it performs a quick search, okay? Um, and, and and we, you know, have run this through testing and we'll probably share something a little more in depth when we have some more time. But it's also not always accurate. You know, anytime, anytime a new uh, feature comes out, we run it through a lot of testing you know and in our testing so far it's not always accurate you know we like to trick these little models up so you know we'll put pages on our website we'll we'll change the title we'll hide information uh you know we'll we'll make the url one thing but the content um the body of the content something else okay um and let me let me just real quick i'm going to show you uh, i'm going to show you all a quick example right? Because I don't, I don't want you just to take my word. Um, I want you to be able to see this for yourself. Okay. Um, and also see the difference in quality and the difference in results from using browse with Bing to a different model. All right. But before I show you that, I said a quick history lesson and I'm going to try to make it quick here. So browse with Bing was released many months ago, but they had to pull it uh, I believe in the end of July, because what they saw was happening is the browse with Bing feature was actually bypassing paywalled content, <laughs> right? Um, and content publishers were not happy about it. They were so unhappy that OpenAI was facing many, many large lawsuits from publishing companies saying, hey, your, uh, this feature is bypassing our paywalls. And it's making all of this information publicly available, and that's not good. So uh, OpenAI had to take this feature down for a couple of months and re-engineered a bit, and now they have re-released it, okay? Other part of the history lesson, the ability to browse the internet, even during that, you know, three or four-month period where browse with Bing was temporarily disabled. The ability to browse the internet has always been there, right? It's why why I talk about chat GPT plugins so frequently on this show, because I feel that the overwhelming majority of people, even people who used chat GPT regularly, when the browse with Bing feature went away, everyone assumed, okay, well, I can't access any information post. 2021. Well, yeah, you can, right? There's now, uh, I think the count is probably 40 different chat GPT plugins that can access the internet all in different ways. And I believe about 25 or so of them are free. Okay. And we've covered some of our favorites on the show. So that is a quick history lesson. Even when browse with Bing, was down temporarily you have always been able to access the internet via chat gpt plugins we talk about that in our free uh, prime prompt polish course and we show some examples and also you have to talk about why right why do you need browse with bing or why do you need chat gpt with plugins well number one it helps you avoid hallucinations right so if you're newer to large language models, or if you're newer to Chat GPT, especially when you're asking about topics that may have changed a lot in the last two years, um, Chat GPT and other large language models tend to hallucinate. They tend to make things up, uh, especially things that are maybe more recent than September 2021. And here's the reality now that's more than two years old, right? Things from September 2021 are like a lifetime ago. Almost every aspect, almost every sector of the world of, of, of business and everything else has changed, okay? So even when you are using GPT for a purpose that you feel may not need access to the internet and you think, oh, maybe this doesn't need access to information, um, you know, since September 2021, yeah, it does. Please, someone tell me, someone tell me one topic that has not changed. Since September 2021, whatever you're using chat GPT for, whether it's to write a paper for school, to help with a report for work, uh, whatever it may be, like what has not changed in the last 25 months, I'd love to hear. You know, even, oh, you could say, oh, history. Yeah, history's changed. They're finding, you know, history's always changing. You know, we're finding out new topics, uh, societal uh, changes and and shifts and trends toward how we even view what happened historically. Things are always changing, okay? Which is why it's important to use an internet-connected large language model, okay? So let me say this. Let me say this, why should you avoid browse with Bing? I'm going to show you a very quick example, but essentially this, you are very limited. And this is where we get into uh, the marketing message versus what is actually possible. Okay. Because yes, it is still September, 2021. All right. Whether you're using ChatGPT plugins or browse with Bing, please keep in mind that doesn't erase that date. That date is always the baseline of what you're working with. Every single every single query that you put into ChatGPT, whether it is immediately, you know, quote unquote browse with Binged, I don't know if we can make that a verb, or you're using ChatGPT plugins, the base model at least for now, is always September, 2021. So nothing replaces that date, all right? That's important. So uh, that's why we have to look at the wording of OpenAI's announcement, and we have to look at the message that a lot of people want to sensationalize, and they say, all right, now uh, ChatGPT has superpowers. No, it doesn't, not with Browse with Bing, okay? The other thing is you cannot browse individual web pages in depth, or sometimes at all using Browse with Bing. All right. So let's go ahead and take a look. I said, I would show you a couple examples. So let's, let's see an example here, right? All right. So in this example, I am using Browse with Bing. Okay. So I have a new chat. I have browse with Bing. This is the article I asked for a summary for, all right? So this was actually uh, an episode that I did yesterday on Everyday AI. I had Dr. Harvey Castro, and we talked AI and healthcare, right? So here's what I asked browse with Bing. I said, please summarize this article, and then I left the URL. Very simple, right? So even if you're listening on the podcast, hopefully we can follow here. I went into Browse with Bing. I said, please summarize this article. And I gave the URL, okay? And the response here that I got from Browse with Bing is extremely topical, okay? And if I'm being honest, a lot of what Browse with Bing is telling me here, it's it doesn't seem entirely accurate, okay? So another thing that I'm not crazy about in Browse with Bing is it doesn't always show its work. Okay. So if you do ask a general query, it will give you a citation, right? It'll give you a link and say say more here. So that's great. So shout out to uh, OpenAI for uh, including that feature. Citing and sourcing is extremely important, but the response I got is essentially a, a two or three sentence, you know, this article delves into the current and potential future applications of artificial intelligence in healthcare. You know, it, it discusses how AI is being used, blah, 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 blah. Extremely general text that if I'm being honest, I don't even know. I don't even know if that is true or not, right? Even though, you know, we had a 50-minute conversation. I'm looking at some of this. I'm like, eh, we didn't really talk in depth about how data analysis can improve diagnosis. You know, and that's the first thing that Browse with Bing mentions. I'm like, eh, we mentioned that kind of in passing, but we didn't really specifically talk about that, right? And the thing that I do not like about Browse with Bing, at least right now, all you get is, is you, you get a little icon and it says, finished browsing. That's all I know. I don't know anything else, right? In working with a large language model and making sure that you are putting out accurate, up to date, relevant information is paramount. So with the browse with Bing model right here, very topical. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure if the browse with Bing actually read this article, right? I don't know. Do you? So let's look at a similar. Let's look at a similar one here using chat GPT plugins. All right. So let me, I'm going to go ahead and switch over here. And this is something that we always teach in our free PPP course. Okay. We teach plugin packs. It's important. I'm not going to get into that here, but essentially I have three different plugins enabled and that piece is extremely important. Okay. Because when I use browse with Bing, that information is siloed. I can't do anything else with it. It lives there. Right. I can't connect it to other, you know, marketing automations or other services or or anything else. It just lives there. All right. So now we are viewing the exact same query in a new chat using plugins mode. Again. When you use Browse with Bing, you can't enable plugins. It is its own mode. So you have to choose. I'm either going to do this in Browse with Bing, or I'm going to do this in plugins mode. So in this plugins mode, I have three plugins enabled. These are kind of my three go-to plugins. I'm using an internet-connected plugin called Browser Op. I'm using an internet-connected plugin called Vox uh, Vox Script, and then I'm using a kind of a YouTube summary plugin called YouTube Summaries. But same query here. I'm saying, please summarize this article. All right. Let's look at the result here. The result says the article titled, and it gives me the entire article, and it gives me now an overview. So I have a bullet-pointed overview. It says this article is based on a podcast episode where host Jordan Wilson and guest Dr. Harvey Castro discuss the potential. Right? Already within the first sentence, I'm already getting much better and more accurate results. Right. And here we are highlighting all of the major topics, right? So we have AI as a game changer in healthcare technology with two bullet points, uh, multimodality technology and its impact, two bullet points, AI's role in medical research and, dr- and drug discovery, two bullet points, AI powered robots in healthcare, two specific bullet points. So hopefully you don't have to be tuning in on the live stream and viewing my screen to, to just see the difference there in one example, right? When I look at the browse with Bing, I'm not even sure. Is it accurately? Is it actually reading this article? Because I've 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 done this I, I've done this before, so I'm jumping back now into browse with Bing. I've done this before with with Bing Chat, um, you, you know Google Bard, basically any kind of like quote unquote internet connected, um, large language model. And a lot of times, what these large language models do, specifically, if you are sharing a URL which is such a good use case of using a large language model, by the way, because this is how we spend the majority of our time. As knowledge workers in the US, if you're working in front of a computer, you're reading a lot of websites to learn new information, PDFs, learning new topics with with YouTube videos, whatever it may be. Um, So if you can't have that confidence using Browse with Bing, and I also can't go back and check my work. Again, here we are. It just says finish browsing and it has a general you know, two or three very general sentences that I don't know if they're true or not. (laughs) Right. You see the problem. You see why you probably shouldn't be using it. However, when I go into my, um, into my plugin mode here, the details are here. There is zero doubt that my chat here is giving me accurate information. That is always the number one thing when you're learning to to use a large language model is you have to say, is this accurate? Is all of this correct? And if you do not have a hundred percent certainty in that, you shouldn't be using that mode. All right. And I don't care what the use case is because yes, I'm just showing you one use case of browse with Bing, but I think it's important because when people start pushing this narrative of, Oh, knowledge cutoff is gone. This, this mode is great. It's perfect. It's You know, hey, they fixed it. They brought it back. It's amazing. Well, no, it's not. It's flawed. It's flawed. (laughs) All right. I just showed you one flaw. But look, when we look at browse with Bing, or sorry, when we look at plugin mode here, not only do we have all of this, all of this level of detail, but what OpenAI needs to include is you need to be able to see the work. Okay. So in browser mode, it shows me what plugin it used, so it says used browser op, and there is a little toggle, and I can click that toggle, and now I can see exactly what this plugin is doing and what it's seeing. I am seeing with my eyes, kind of the the code of that web page, right? I can scroll through because we put transcriptions. On our episode pages, we put overviews, we write some um, some complimentary, supplementary content. Uh, we put a lot of work into these articles, but I can, I can go through and, and read it all here. So I know with certainty that chat GPT with plugins is seeing all of this information and is ingesting it. When I go with browse with Bing, I have no clue what's going on here. I have no clue if it's accurate. All right, I'm going to, I'm going to try to, let's see if I can get a question or two. What do you guys think? Are you going to use browse with Bing? If I'm being honest, I don't think you should use it. I don't think you should use it. At least not right now. (laughs) They need to make some improvements. Again, that's, that's just one. That's one thing. That's one thing. Right. Um, All right, let's see. Let's see here. So, uh, Leonard, thank you for your comment. Leonard's saying, "Agreed, it's a disappointment." Uh, Bing is still king of live access, in my opinion, other than plugins. Yeah, um, I will. I will agree. The, the the anything with Bing inside a large language model does do a little bit better than Google Bard. Um, like I said, I, I've tested all of these multiple times uh, because sometimes. These large language models that are, you know, quote unquote, internet connected, will just strictly hallucinate. That's why we do tests. You know, we'll, we'll do tests and we'll give it a URL that does not match the content of the article. And we'll say, summarize this. And a lot of times large language models, uh, will just go on what you give them. I, I've done, I've done reviews of this. They just look at the the text of the URL and they essentially query that. So if you are saying, please summarize this article, please give me the high points of this article. A lot of times it's going to make it up and it's just going to look at the URL and it is going to query the URL. All right. So, uh, one, one, one question here, we'll get to this one. So, um, thank you for. LinkedIn user doesn't say whose, whose question this is, but, uh, someone asking, does it work similarly as Bing chat, meaning it selects some keywords and searches. So again, right now we don't know, (laughs) uh, in our initial testing, it is not as inaccurate as it was, uh, you know, a month or two ago on bing chat so that is two different things and that is worth calling out so uh bing chat obviously microsoft bing has their own ai chat so if you go to you know uh, i don't even know if it's bing.com uh, but they keep kind of restricting access on on chrome uh but there is a separate microsoft bing chat and then there is a browse with bing mode inside of chat gpt so thank you for that question does it work similarly uh yeah but again, right now, we don't know because it's, it's no longer really showing us the information of what's going on under the hood. But thank you for that. We will run uh, some further tests. This is just a, a new mode uh, inside uh, ChatGPT. Uh, so we wanted to bring, uh, to bring this, yeah. So yeah, Douglas, same thing, another question. How does browse with Bing compare with Bing search, but the Bing AI search? Um, again, it's, it's probably a little a little too early to tell. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Thank you. Thank you for learning along with us. Um, I promise you this wouldn't be a 45-minute tangent. So we're going to wrap things up here. And I'm going to give you the high-level, high-level summary as, as we wrap out the week on the Everyday AI Show. Browse with Bing, this new feature from OpenAI that is available in ChatGPT is its own mode. However, I recommend you do not use it, at least right now, as it is for two main reasons. Number one, we still don't know accuracy. Presumably, it's a little more accurate uh, than it was previously when they had to pull it. But even I, I showed you right now. Even on an article that I wrote on a podcast that I uh, helped produce and I interviewed yesterday, I'm not even sure if, if the overview that Browse with Bing gave me is factual or if it's just uh, querying the different words in the URL. I'm not sure. Number two, it doesn't show the work. Browse with Bing right now does not show the work. And that is paramount. When working with large language models, generative AI in general, we need transparency. We need to see exactly what's going on under the hood right now. We don't have access to that right now with browse with Bing. And it's important to know browse with Bing is only available. If you have chat GPT plus the $20 a month plan. And if you have that, you also have access to plugins. So right now I will still say, do not use browse with Bing as it is now instead use chat gpt with plugins use internet connected plugins um, they are more flexible and it doesn't live in a silo inside browse with bing everything lives there you can't do anything else when you use chat gpt with plugins you can have one internet connected plugin that can do a lot of different things read pdfs it can you know summarize youtube videos it can query the internet it can visit a direct link and give you exactly what it's doing there but then you can do more with that information right? You can bring in a marketing automation plugin in that same chat. You can bring in access to a CSV. So you could be, you know, summarizing, you know, long, uh, articles or PDFs and pulling information out and putting all that information into a spreadsheet as an example, right? So browse with Bing is essentially a version of a, a search inside of a large language model that you don't have a lot of control of and you don't have really a record of what it's doing chat gpt with plugins you can automate your entire business you have much more transparency much more flexibility much more power in what you do to grow your company and grow your career so that's it for now don't use browse with bing use chat gpt with plugins all right thank you for joining this week hey if this was helpful Let me know what other questions do you have? Uh, I'm going to jump into the comments, you know, some, some, a little bit today. I'll get to some probably over the, over the weekend or early next week, but what questions do you have? And Hey, if this episode was helpful, maybe you're listening on the podcast, do me a favor, share this with someone, share this with your friends. Um, tag someone in the comments or you know what? Click, click on the links in the, uh, in the show notes and go to your everydayai.com sign up for the free daily newsletter uh we spend our team spends so much time uh, on this newsletter making sure yeah cuz sometimes i rant and ramble on the show but we make sure that you have digestible information and more information than just what we talk about on the show every single day we talk about even more than the you know top ai news pieces we we have more ai news but we also have so many other things of what's going on in the world of AI. So make sure you go to youreverydayai.com, sign up for that free daily newsletter, check it out, reply. Let me know what you like, what you want to see more of. Speaking to see more of, I hope to see more of all you all next week with more Everyday AI. Thanks y'all. And that's a wrap for today's edition of Everyday AI. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating. It helps keep us going. For a little more AI magic, visit youreverydayai.com and sign up to our daily newsletter so you don't get left behind. Go break some barriers and we'll see you next time.